This is the Father Matters Show with your host, Vance Sims. Father Matters is committed to building stronger, healthier communities by supporting, encouraging, and enlightening today's fathers and families. And now, your host, Vance Sims. Welcome to the Father Matters Show. I'm your host, Vance Sims. Thank you for joining us on Faith Talk 1360 KPXQ. If you have not yet partnered with Father Matters, would you please consider becoming a Father Matters partner? The Father Matters Show is listener supported and all Father Matters programs and services are free to the community because of your generous donations. For more information about donating to Father Matters, log on to fathermatters.org and click the Donate to Father Matters icon. Just like I knew it, if you missed last month's show, we had family law attorney Wendy Hernandez and the phone lines, the emails lit up. Wendy is going to be one of our speakers and presenters at the fifth annual Father Matters Court and Custody Conference, which is this month, two weeks away, March 17th. Register today at fathermatters.org for the fifth annual Court and Custody Conference. And we asked Wendy to come back, and she agreed. And before we even get into the interview with Wendy, I want her to plug all the different ways of getting in touch with her because we rushed the show so much. People were emailing us saying I didn't get all her information. So first of all, Wendy, welcome back to the Father Matters Show. Thank you, Vans. Happy to be back. Yes, in two weeks we are going to have the fifth annual Court and Custody Conference, and you're one of the speakers, presenters there. Before I start getting you with some of the questions that we've gotten from people who heard the show, Wendy, how can people get in touch with you through your law firm? Well, we try to be all over the place. Let's I, hear it. I guess the primary place is my my website, which is HernandezFirm.com. Uh, you can also find us at on Facebook, so like us on Facebook, HernandezFirm.com. You can find us at CommandTheCourtroom.com. And I actually have a special free gift for all the people who are tuning into this show. Um, if you log on to CommandTheCourtroom.com backslash Father Matters, you will get a free download of my Child Custody Best Interest Checklist. We're on Twitter at, at HF Family Law, um, and you can email me at WRH at HernandezFirm.com. And if they want to call you? 602-230-2333. I don't know how I forgot that. That's all right. Now, at the Court and Custody Conference, are you going to still be giving out free gifts at the Court and Custody yes, Conference? Yes, 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 yes. Same thing. So, okay. That's so. Right. What I want to do, I'm just going to hit you with the first few questions because we got many, 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 many emails regarding this in the court and custody and registrations. One of the questions that we got, Wendy, was, is Arizona, because we're talking about Arizona right now because the conference is in Phoenix, Arizona on March 17th, is Arizona a mother's right state? You know, and that's a question that I get all of the time in my practice. I've gotten it for as long as I can remember, and what I tell people is that the answer is no. Arizona is not a mother's right state. Um, the thinking is getting a lot more pro- progressive, thank goodness. But what I consider Arizona is a child's right state. Mm-hmm. And what the court is going to look at is what is best for the child or the children. It's not about mom. I mean, it is to a certain extent because mom made the child. And it's not about dad, but it is to a certain extent because mm-hmm. dad made the child. But really, when you're dealing with the, the child, it's about the child and what's best for them, not what's convenient for mom or dad. Right. 
So the answer to that would be if if you're a mom or a dad, don't get hung up on this idea that Arizona is a mother mother's right state because mm-hmm. it's not. So for the women, don't think just because in your mind it's a it's a woman's state, you can say whatever you want to say, and the judge going to say okay. But for the dads, don't just walk away and not fight for your child or children because you figure, well, it's a woman's state, and you know what I mean. That's right. Show up with and listen. If you missed last month's show. Log on to blogtalkradio.com, soundcloud.com, or log on to fathermatters.org, or scroll through the Father Matters Facebook page because Wendy was giving us a loaded, loaded us with information. So catch last month's show with Wendy Hernandez, and we were talking about command the courtroom. If I am a dad, can I still get equal rights? Yes. The answer is yes. And... <clears throat> You know, there are a lot of factors that judges in Arizona have to look at in making decisions about custody and parenting time. And by the way, custody in Arizona is now referred to as legal decision-making. There you go. Authority. Or share, is it even shared parenting time? Uh, so there's a difference between decision-making authority, which is commonly referred to as custody. Okay. There's a difference between that and parenting time. Can you break that down? Sure. I would be happy to. And, you know, a lot of people are confused about this when they come in to see me because they say, I want 50-50. And I ask them, what does that mean to you? And a lot of times they're talking about they want equal parenting time. So parenting time refers to the amount of time that you're spending with your children, the actual schedule that you have. So is it a week on, week off parenting time schedule, or is it an every other weekend parenting schedule? How are the holidays broken up? How are the summer vacations broken up? That's what we mean when we say parenting time. So that is part of the custody equation, but not all of it. The other part is the legal decision-making part of it. Who is making the major decisions about the child? And by major decisions, I mean decisions about education, medicine, religion, and personal care decisions. So if one person has the final say when it comes to those major decisions, then that person is said to have sole legal decision-making authority or sole custody. That's what it used to be called. And it is very important for the mother or the father, don't just go to court focusing on parenting time. You better have that conversation because one of them are going to know that and they're going to keep that in their hip pocket. And they might say, "Okay, you got the children 50 percent of the time. But you know what? I want them to go to this church and you can't say or do nothing about. Now you're back in court to try to unravel all that. Absolutely. So if you say, you know, say you're, you know, mom and you're excited because you got 50 50 parenting time, but you went ahead and let dad have sole decision making authority then he can make the calls on where the children go to school. So say he decides to move 30 miles across the valley and change schools. Well, if he has sole decision-making authority, theoretically he can do that. You know, So these are big issues. But now since you have uh, equal parenting time and you want to go ahead, because to me it makes sense, if you're going to go ahead and have equal parenting time, you better throw in equal sole decision-making time. Don't leave those words out. That's right. So, you know, and usually the first thing that we address, like I kind of addressed it out of order here, but usually the first thing I attack is how are we going to divide decision-making authority? Is it going to be sole or is it going to be joint? And here in Arizona, judges are more and more starting with the the idea that joint is in the best interest of the children, joint decision-making, unless one of the parties can show that the other parent is unfit or has some really big issue that – would you know that best the, the best interest of the child wouldn't right. demand uh, joint decision making and 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 pretty much with common sense anyone would be able to see that now if it's uh, abuse domestic violence or you know things that makes sense for that other person regardless because 
when uh, 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 men suffer domestic violence as well. They oh. just don't report it as much. That's right. Absolutely. Have you seen or heard things like that? I have a case right now, in fact, where my client's a man, and um, he's the victim of domestic violence. We had a court hearing recently, and, you know, he suffered an attack at the hands of his wife, and it was near the end of the relationship, and he had the thought to have pictures taken, and his whole back was red and bruised and badly beaten. So we had a court hearing we presented those pictures as evidence and his testimony about what happened. And the court actually awarded him sole custody because he found that there was significant domestic violence in the relationship. So you took it to court and you, and you submitted it as evidence and as an exhibit. That's right. Go back to last month's show with Wendy when she tells you the importance of having exhibits, having uh, um, uh, examinations and Okay. Yeah, so evidence. We, the, give me the big legal words because the, you, you gave us so much information last month. It's it's a lot. It's a lot. And I, I took you know it took me three years at law school to get it. Yes. And and so and I'm still getting it. Some of it now, twenty years later. But yeah. So we talked about a little bit about cross examination, direct examination, objections, yes. and admitting evidence and what evidence is. And you know, in, in a lot of cases, there is evidence, um, and that you can present like police reports photographs um, text messages email messages in other cases there's not evidence it's just testimony and this is why i want you to come to the fifth annual court and custody conference in two weeks because it is a 45 dollar fee but you're going to get a free continental breakfast lunch is included a certificate of completion at the end of the conference but for 45 dollars you're going to get thousands and thousands of dollars worth of free information okay and you're going to be able to have the opportunity to meet wendy right there on the spot Okay, so if you are looking for an attorney, get talk with Wendy. And it's going to be Pamela Donison, also is a family law firm uh, um, attorney who's going to be there. Scott Leakin from Division of Child Support Services. Carlos Noel, I hope I said his last name right, from Office of Attorney General Office and Department of Child Safety. Janet Bell and Casey Melzack. I hope I said that right. But don't you go anywhere. We're going to come right back after this commercial break and hear more from Wendy. We got some more questions. But you're listening to the Father Matters Show with Wendy Hernandez, and we will be back after this. Hi, this is Vance Sims, host of the Father Matters Show. I would like to personally invite you to our fifth annual Court and Custody Conference, Thursday, March 17th, hosted at River of Life in Phoenix, Arizona. For more information, log on to fathermatters.org. Special guest speakers and representatives from Department of Child Safety, Family Law Attorneys, and Division of Child Support Services. For more information, log on to fathermatters.org. Topics include how to find the right attorney, divorce and separation, child support and visitation, modification of child support, and much, much more. Don't miss this powerful day, Thursday, March 17th. Log on to fathermatters.org. Hey, Father Matters Show family, will you show us some love? We want the Father Matters Show to be your community and family resource program by providing you right now answers for right now issues. Become a Father Matters Show champion by liking Father Matters on Facebook. If you miss us Saturday night, log on to blogtalkradio.com, soundcloud.com, or fathermatters.org and share the Father Matters Show with your friends and family. Thank you. Welcome back to the Father Matters Show. Mark your calendar, mark your calendar, mark your calendar. We only got two more weeks 
for the Father Matters 5th Annual Court Custody Conference, March 17th. For more information and registration information, log on to fathermatters.org. If you're just tuning in, you can catch the top of the show at fathermatters.org. Also catch the Father Matters show nationally every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Mountain Standard Time by logging on to blogtalkradio.com or catch our archive shows anytime worldwide at soundcloud.com. Wendy, I was saying one of our speakers is going to be uh, Scott Leakin from the Division of Child Support Services. Father Matters and Division of Child Support Services have a partnership, but they have a staff member come out every week to work with our customers. So powerful, and they, they just leave happy. Oh, yeah. But what I love, not love, but what I love is when they come, they are confused because they say, you know, they get child support payment confused with parenting time. Like a guy will come in and say, hey, man, I have my children probably 80% of the time, but I'm still paying $700 a month. And why is that? And we need to let them know, well, when you filed your court papers, what you didn't realize is that the mother had the child 70, 80% of the time. Mm-hmm. So that's why you're paying it. So you got to get that modification you got to you got to prove that you now have the kids and go ahead back in because they get parenting time mixed up with child support. Can you unpack that a little bit? Yep, yep that def- that happens a lot. And so in Arizona, the the child support calculator involves um certain factors. And one of the big factors is the adjustment that people get for having their children. So the more time that you have the children, the bigger an adjustment you're going to get when it comes to child support. But the problem is, is if somebody had a child support calculation done several years ago, in the meantime, they started increased parenting time with the children, that child support still remains the same. So like you said, Vance, they have to actively do something. They have to be proactive and go to court and tell the court, hey, you know, I'm getting 50-50 time, so the child support should be adjusted accordingly. Yes. And, you know, and just... um kind of a little heads up to people because I have seen in some situations where people try to modify child support and they're not successful because when you're asking to change child support, it has to be a 15% difference from the current child support amount, either an increase by 15% or more or a decrease by 15%. So if someone is making $45,000 and they drop down to 30000 what percentage is that? Well, I don't really know. So, And it's hard to say unless we plug the numbers into I the child you. support calculator. So it's 15% according to the court calculator. Yeah, the bottom line number. You know, so yeah. if, if you're, you know, if you're trying to modify your child support and the difference between the new amount and the old amount is only $10, bucks, i I <laughs> bet my right arm that that's not... 15%. Right, right. Um, you know, so before you go and file something in court, I would advise the listeners to play around with that calculator first and just make sure, assure yourself that the change is going to be 15% or more. Before you go to court, before you call an attorney, before you get yourself caught up like me with thousands of dollars of stuff, because I had nowhere to turn to when I was a young father and when I was later married and divorced, it was a hot mess. My listeners know I come with it real. <laughs> and it's just this is why the fifth annual court and custody conference is here for you. Stop guessing. Stop listening to, 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 to Pookie and them about what they went through five years ago. Come Thursday, March 17th. Look, you use a sick day to go to a Monday night game or to go to the club. Use a sick day if you have to to attend this conference in Phoenix, Arizona, March 17th. Wendy is going to unpack this stuff. Uh, uh, Pamela Donison is going to unpack it. Department of Child Safety, because we've got a lot of people whose children are in 
Child Protective Services. Oh, so sad. I mean, and, I, and they all and you always think when the people would say, "Well, those are people from low income area." You'd be surprised, right? Because of why? Can you unpack that a little bit? Um, it, it just gets crazy because now you're dealing with parenting time, you're dealing with a divorce, you're dealing with child protective service, you're dealing with, you got all these people in your business. Oh, yeah. I mean, it, totally. You know, and it does get complicated the more, I mean, it's it's hard enough having an ex to deal with probably. Yes. Yeah, right? Please say that again. <laughs> yeah, it's hard enough to have an ex to deal with, but then, yeah, if you have the Department of Child Services involved or the AG's office involved because of child support, you know, it, it gets more players into the mix. More people have to approve of certain things when you're in juvenile court because of a family law case. I mean, there is you go to court and there's probably four or five, six lawyers in the room, you know, several case workers and case managers. So it can get difficult to manage. And I say this even as an attorney who handles these cases. Um, so the more knowledge you can arm yourself with, the better. Knowledge is power. What's powerful, uh, Wendy, over the last two years, we've had. More like pastors come up to us, more caseworkers from social service agencies, from nonprofit family organizations. And I'll tell you, I had a pastor come up to us at our last year, our fourth annual court custody conference. It was a couple of guys who are his ushers, people on his staff. And what was happening is they were saying we can have all these men's support groups, Vance. We have a Wednesday night men's Bible study. But what men are going through and what they're suffering, they don't know where to turn. And when after finished talking to that pastor, he introduced me. I kid you not. It was 11 guys from his church, from staff to men who in the congregation, because you can't give to your church. You can't give to your community. You can't just walk up and sign your kids up for Little League when you're boggled down with all this stuff, the finances. And it, it, it just affects so much. So I want more pastors to come this year, social workers and, 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 and faith leaders. And you work with you'd be willing to work with some of these agencies and churches. Absolutely. I, I would love to. You know, I really um, you know, I want to help people. And I became a mother at 40, four years ago, with my first baby. And now, she said four years ago at 40, so she said she's 44, but she looks 24. <laughs> You're so sweet, man. Go ahead. Hey, look, even our engineer, J- Jeremy, jump in on this. Say it, bro. Say it. 24, yes, I agree with that. Okay. No so way. And, and, and my grandfather used to say this. When a woman over 40 is willing to say her age, she knows she looks and feels good. And I will agree with that. Oh, that right. is definitely Thank true. Thank you. That's so But funny. seriously, go ahead, uh, uh, Wendy. Just, you became a mom at 40. Yeah, it just, you know what, it kind of gave, it reinvigorated my passion for the work that I do because I can't imagine going a week without seeing my daughter. I yeah. can't imagine seeing her every other weekend. I mean, it hurts me. Yeah. Um, and so I really, I want to help people who are going through these struggles with the, the dearest things that they have in their lives, their families, mm-hmm. you know, and it's tearing them up because they can't see the children or they have somebody who's getting in the way or even the state's getting in the way or yeah. they have a judge who's against them. Uh, you know what? I mean, there's a way out of this and it may not be during this court hearing this month or this year, yeah. but if you stay the course, like you said, I don't know if it was the last radio show yeah. or this course, if you stay the course, you know, uh, you're going to end up being okay, and so is your child. This is not a race. It's a marathon, this process. A very expensive one. That's right. But the truth will come out. Yes, And I'm speaking personally. I'm speaking from my heart. This is why I invest my own money as well as Father Matters money to put on events like this once a year because, Wendy, I am so tired of seeing good parents come to us broken, broken down. I'm tired of going to some of these prisons when I go do trainings and workshops and speak to men 
around the country in prison, not as much as I used to. I got kids at home and everything, but just here around in the state. And you see, I say this all the time, I'm tired of seeing a lot of good men doing time. That's right. Because they got pushed to the limit, and they never put their hands on a woman or their child's mother, but that one time, they did it because they were allowed to be pushed and pushed and pushed. Mm-hmm. Oh, that one guy who just said, you know what? I'm not paying anything, mm-hmm. you know, and, right. and, and what happens, we need to realize somebody's got to be the adult in, in a situation. Yep, that's right. And don't prove that other person right. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. perfect example, my son, Nathan, he's 25 years old now. When I was going through, bless his mom's heart, I'm friends with her now and her husband and all this stuff. But when I was going through some stuff when we were younger, when the, she used to say things about me and my son would look at me when he would come visit me on the weekend, it would be so hard for me not to react to mm-hmm. what she was saying about me. I'm, I'm being real with you. Oh, yeah. And what I found out is I just stay consistent and be who I know I am and who I am to my son. And, and I always tell people who God know who I am yeah. and who after a while, my son at age four was hearing things. He was hearing it at age seven. By age 11, it was kind of like, Mom, you've been saying this since I've been a little kid and dad ain't been X, Y, Z type thing. Yeah. Stay the course. That goes for both sides, the That's mother right. or the father, because the one, the last thing you don't want to do is you know your heart is right, you know what you're doing is right, and make your attorney's job so much harder when they find out that you did this, kirked out, lost your mind. Can you share a little bit? Oh of that? my goodness! You know, I have clients. You know who. There are they're good people, like you say, you know, but just snap. They snap, you know, and it happens. It's happened to me. It happens to me because we are human and we all have our limits. And you know, sometimes we just, you know, have to have a little breakdown. And, and sometimes it's at a bad time, um, and it can be overcome. You know, that's maybe something if we have time we can talk about. But it, it makes it really difficult when we have a, a, a case that's going well. Then all of a sudden, you know, my client and the the other parent get into it. And a, an email surfaces, and the f bomb is all over the place. You know, the clients calling the other parent names. That makes it really difficult to overcome. But and the, that was the button that other parent, father or mother, was really trying to push. Yes, I I had a guy who just got out of jail because you know we have our reentry program, Father Matters, as well. And he he unzipped his heart, got real with me, and. He said, Vance, everything was going good. He was he was going to class. He was doing everything he, he was supposed to be doing. And one time the ex-girlfriend uh, brought her new boyfriend over. Now, he had already been to a Father Matters workshop, so I already tightened him up about that. Anytime and every time you go pick up your child or children, you leave the girlfriend at the place. Don't even bring her sitting in the car because there's always someone doing it to play the game. Yeah. She brings the new boyfriend. He's got a little attitude towards the father. In a nutshell, they get into a big fight. This guy go to prison. Oh, my goodness. Lost his job. Yeah. Lost his apartment. You see what I mean? Yeah. Because he's, she pulled him in. But, but guess what? At the end of the day, now she's just as broke because what? Now that he's in jail, she's not getting what? Child support. And not only that, the children are with her all the time, which she didn't want anyway. So now she can't go to the club. That's right. You know, she couldn't drop him off at, at grandma's house. Yeah. Just these are the type of games. Don't get sucked into this stuff. And I'm telling you again, I know you're listening all around the country, and we will be bringing the court custody conference to your town soon. Call us. Give us an email. But they got airplanes to come to Phoenix, Arizona. That's right. Don't miss this event March 17th. Wendy, one more time, give me all the ways that we can get in touch with you. 
Okay, so you can find me. The primary place is HernandezFirm.com, and I have all kinds of helpful blogs on there. I did have my own podcast for about a year, so the episodes are on there. Okay. You can find us on Facebook. Like us, Hernandez Family Law on Facebook. Um, CommandTheCourtroom.com is my brand where I'm showing people representing themselves how to do it themselves. Mm -hmm. So anybody who... Uh, wants my free gift, which I mentioned at the beginning of the program, the free child custody best interest checklist, go to commandthecourtroom.com backslash father matters. Sorry, let me say that again. Commandthecourtroom.com backslash father matters. And then lastly, if you're here in Arizona, call me at 602-230-2333. And if you're looking for an attorney, call Wendy, sit down with her, talk to her assistant. They'll let you know what's going on. Don't try to take this on by, look, I'm telling you firsthand, don't try to go into the court by yourself. One of my mentors told me the definition of a fool is a person who tried to go to court and represent themselves. Don't be a fool. But if you've got to go because of finances, come to one of Wendy's command the courtroom so she can at least equip you. Wendy, thank you for coming back again. Thank you, Vance. We want to see you in two weeks at the court and custody conference. And thank you for listening to Father Matters. Send us your questions or comments to info at fathermatters.org. Thank you to my engineer, Jeremy Siegel. See you next week at the same time, same place. Have a safe week. Thank you, and God bless.